What is up, everybody? Welcome into the War Chant Report, powered by Cummins. I'm Aslan Hunjavandi, joined by Irish O'Fell and Jeff Cameron. Hit the thumbs up. We thank you so much for being here. Last show of the month, uh, but not the last show of this uh, upcoming month of December. We hope, well, actually, we do hope it's the last one in December because hopefully they're playing in January for a uh, playoff <laughs> game. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm babbling. I'm just here to talk to you about Cummins, everybody, and their portable <laughs> power stations. What are you getting this special person in your life this holiday season? Go to shop.cummins.com. Use that promo code TAILGATE, T-A-I-L-G, numeral eight. Get 10% off numerous models of the power stations, portable generators, as well as an RV generator model. You get a lot of information as well on their home generators. It's a gift you give to whoever's got everything they already have in their lives because I'll tell you what, portable power goes a long way. So I hope you enjoy that. Florida State number four, I guess rightfully where they belong, take it on Louisville in Charlotte for the ACC championship game, Saturday night, 8 p.m., nationally televised on ABC. Jeff Cameron, this team's weary. Being out of practice, Ira and I can attest to it. Felt like we were probably covering Oregon or Eastern Michigan with the amount of green jerseys we saw out there. It's been nine straight games now, Florida State. They don't have their quarterback, who also is the ACC player of the year. Um, everything's kind of going against them nationally. Pretty much everybody that's not a Florida State fan is rooting for Florida State to lose this game. <laughs> is, is this the culture game, though, Jeff? Is, is this where we'll see the three years behind the scenes, all the foundation that has been laid, help push a team over the finish line? Well, you hope so, but I think you've already seen it. I, I don't think they have to prove it in this particular game. I think the culture is very healthy. I think we've seen numerous times in the second half of games this year where things weren't necessarily going so well, and they were beleaguered, and they had guys that were hurt. They found a way to get it across the finish line. Oftentimes, not only win the game, but pull away and cover, as they just did down in Gainesville. So I, I think the culture is is really solid right now. This game doesn't necessarily prove that or disprove that I do think it's going to become it's going to come in handy though because I think they are beleaguered and I do think that they're weary and we know they've had a bunch of guys banged up either guys playing through things guys outright missing games as you pointed out the biggest being of course Jordan Travis out with a broken leg so this isn't them at 100% but they're good enough to win the game culture's intact and the defense has played great all those obstacles Ira I mean only a certain amount of of teams can probably overcome that is Florida state. One of those teams because of the accountability that has been kind of uh, laid before everyone's feet and signed up for. Yeah. And I mean, I really don't know that there's all those obstacles. I mean, yeah, you're right. There, there are some guys banged up, but I think that's probably true of every college football team in the country. Uh, you did mention that Florida state's played nine straight weeks. Their buy was in September, September 30th. Uh, Louisville's buy was a little bit later, a few weeks later. So they played six weeks in a row. But I doubt they're feeling great either. I know the receiver thrash has dealt with a hand injury. I believe one of the running backs has been battling an injury. Um, so, you know, every team right now is dealing with some of that. And the thing I think Florida State has to hang their hat on that uh, we probably aren't talking about enough, and I think we will as this this program goes on, um, every, all the focus has been about Florida State's offense and how are they going to play without Jordan Travis. But I don't know if we've been talking enough about how good this Florida State defense is and and how well they'll play against that Louisville offense and and why and that's really the backbone of I, I think where uh, Florida State's path to victory uh, lies in this game. Jeff, the defense. Uh, I don't know if we thought Florida State would be where they're at at this point in the season would be as a result of the defense playing the way it has. Have they done enough through twelve weeks that makes it feel like a thirteenth week isn't asking for the world for them to play at the level they have and would that be enough to get past Louisville 
Can be. I think certainly they've proven they're capable. I, I know this. Uh, whatever exhaustion they feel or bumps and bruises we're talking about, when you take the field in Charlotte and it's for a conference championship at night with the world watching, and I think that shot of adrenaline's got to be huge. They think back to all the hard work that they've put in, and they're largely healthy, by the way, on that side of the ball. So I can't fathom that they wouldn't be up for this challenge. This is it. This is it. You found a way to get here. You won all the regular season games. You're now in this uh, ACC championship game for the first time since 2014, and you got to find a way to muster up the strength to play hard, play well, play disciplined, play fast, and play with fury for one more game, and then you get a long respite. Before the college football play, yeah, I think they can find the juice, man. Ira, the pressure squarely on Florida State in this matchup, or is Louisville going to feel some of it too to get their first ever ACC championship and, and wash the taste out of their mouth from that really bitter uh, defeat at the hands of Kentucky last week? Oddly enough, I think there might be a little bit more pressure on Louisville from the standpoint of every the whole world saw what Florida State's offense looked like last week in Gainesville. It did not look good. And so there's going to be a feeling that well, you they can be got, and then maybe they should be got. As, as you were saying earlier, the everybody that wants to see the four best teams in the playoff are all going to be rooting for Florida State to lose because they don't believe Florida State is one of those four teams without Jordan Travis. So uh, there might be a little bit more pressure on Louisville to to vanquish Florida State. Whereas I think FSU goes into this game feeling great about just letting it all hang out. You know, I think Florida, the Florida game, the Miami game were about survival. To me, I really feel like this game is going to be a chance for them to, you know, they're they're somehow they're the number four team in the country. They're twelve and zero, but they're going to go into this game with a chip on their shoulder, and I think that's a good place to be. All this that Florida State's been through the last few weeks, Jeff losing, you know, Jordan playing Miami, having to go against Florida, all that sort of exhaustion. Could that wash away the pressure of Louisville? Does does that put Louisville like in context for them what they're dealing with? Well, I, I think, you know, for me, I would I'd play angry at this point. I, I mean, I know they're not oblivious to the fact that nobody wants them there and that nobody – and listen, this goes back a ways. It's not just the playoff. It's the ACC themselves. I mean, you can go through a litany of uh, things and stories and comments that have been made by those that cover this conference and those that have got tired of Florida State voicing their displeasure about this conference and the inequities in terms of the money before the season began. We go all the way back to what happened when we went to the ACC meetings. So, there, you know what? To hell with the world at this point. I mean, I really – I'm not a big believer and you know, bulletin board material, but there is a way you feel when people have turned their back on you and when people have expressed their disgust with you. Uh, yeah, I, I think they've got a lot of anger uh, that they can play with in this football game. And they also have a lot to play for. So I, I'm not worried about how tired they are or the pressure or any of that stuff. Pressure will be when they get to the playoff. I mean, this is, you know, you've got to this game. This is what you wanted to get to. You've arrived. Go play the game. Ira, how confident are you that the playoff committee is going to do the right thing if Florida State does the right thing and handles business on Saturday uh, in Charlotte? Did anything happen in that reveal on Tuesday night that makes you feel comforted? Uh, I mean, from talk, listening to different people from different outlets, uh, you know, and college football experts, it seems like the consensus is Florida State will get in if they win. The concern will be is if you just look ugly, if it looks similar to the Florida game, or maybe you only win at the last second, and then the the 
this the cards fall in a weird way where now all of a sudden Alabama looks great and they feel like they've got to keep in beating Georgia. They feel like they've got to keep Georgia in and Texas looks great. And, you know, if there's just the things play out a certain way, I could see a scenario where on Sunday everybody's just kind of like, okay, hold on tight. Let's see if this happens. Um, but if Florida State wins this game and certainly if they win it and look good doing it, they don't have to blow out Louisville. But if they just look like a competently coached football team with their record, they're going to get in. Um, if they look bad and things fall a certain way, I think we could be a little, there could be some white knuckles going into Sunday, but at the end of the day, I, I think they're going to get in no matter what. Do you trust them, Jeff? Do you trust this committee to put an undefeated power five champion into the playoff without any sweat? Yes. I, I, I don't know how you could, I, I, it, I don't care if Alabama beats Georgia. Uh, at that point, that's a playoff game. That's a de facto playoff game, just like this one is. If Florida State loses, they're out. And if Georgia loses, they're out. And then Alabama's not in because they can't jump Texas. The Alabama would need Texas to lose, and they would uh, they'd need a lot of things. No, man, Florida State is an undefeated Power 5 conference champion with a win over Louisville. They will have beaten two SEC teams. They will have won on the road in a place that only one team this year won, and that was Florida State against Clemson. Their schedule strength is akin to that of the other teams that we're having the debate about. So it's not like they're 140th or 112th or 115th in schedule strength. Florida State earned those wins. Those games have to matter. I get it. I can make an argument, and I've done it many years before, at the end of a season when a team is ranked highly, but they've suffered a bunch of injuries and they haven't looked good. We've all sat around thinking, that team's not as good as they were earlier in the year. But here's the deal. It doesn't matter. If they keep winning their games, they're in. That's the way it works. The games yeah. have to count for something. If they didn't get in, it would be, it would be, it would be a co- complete sign that they've completely lost their way with the committee to where nothing matters. Yeah, exactly. To where nothing matters and they're just going to do whatever the hell they want to do. So yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I do think, again, I think, you know, if you're a Florida state fan, you're not going to feel if Florida state doesn't look decent in this game, you're going to, you're going to be worried going into to Sunday. We're not looking ahead, though. Uh, let's look at Louisville. We'll do that next right here on the War Chant Report, powered by Cummins. Check out the mobile power solutions from Cummins, a global power technology leader. Own-in portable generators are versatile portable generators for your everyday or on-the-go power requirements. Choose a model to power your lifestyle from working on a DIY construction project, tailgating from your pickup truck, or powering your critical home appliances during Florida hurricane season and power outages, Cummins offers own-in portable generators from 2,500 to 9,500 watts. Use promo code TAILGATE, that's T-A-I-L-G, numeral 8, for a 10% discount on a P2500i at shop.cummins.com. The P2500i can power you for 10 hours on only one gallon of fuel, and its double-insulated housing keeps you humming at a peaceful 52 decibels. Get it again for 10% off using the promo code TAILGATE at shop.cummins.com. Hey there, welcome back. It's the War Chant Report powered by Cummins. Shop.cummins.com, promo code TAILGATE, T-A-I-L-G, numeral 8. Louisville, 10 wins. Shoot, they looked like they were going to be pretty darn solid coming off a win against Kentucky until... They started fumbling it away. Was it a one-off or there problems going on over there in Louisville? We got Matt Lacerda to catch up with Tyler Griever of WDRB News in Louisville to give us the latest on the cards. What's up, everyone? I'm here with Tyler Griever of WDRB News in Louisville, Kentucky. Tyler, to get started, obviously Florida State did beat Louisville in their matchup last year. It was actually the one game Tate Rodemaker came in and won the game. But this is a completely different team under a new coach. Why don't you tell us the differences? 
Yeah, it's, it's a very different team. I mean, Jeff Brom, uh, really shortly after he got hired, really rated the transfer portal. I mean, you look at guys like uh, Jamari Thrash is, is a name that immediately comes to mind, probably Louisville's best receiver. Uh, he got off to a really hot start, uh, came from Georgia State, and, and has proven to be their most dynamic wideout easily. Um, but then you look on the offensive line, you look at the, the secondary, at multiple pieces they've added, a lot's changed. Uh, in terms of who's back, Ashton Gelati is going to be the one guy that immediately jumps off. And, and he played uh, in the rotation with the defensive lineman last year, but now he's really been the leader uh, for that defense and, and done quite a good job. Uh, and of course, Jawar Jordan on offense is somebody that people will recognize and he's had a big year. Um, but it, it's been impressive to see Jeff kind of mold this team with the transfer portal pieces. Uh, and of course, his quarterback, and Jack Plummer, the guy starting there, came through the portal uh, with guys who, who came back and, and had shown promise and had shown some production. But it, it's still, you got to put those pieces together, and this staff's done a good job with that. Now let's take a deep dive into the offense. What do you think Louisville needs to do to beat Florida State on Saturday? I think they have to run the ball well. I mean, the, this team this season has been at its best when it's not turning the ball over and when it's running the ball well. Now, every team performs better when they are not turning the ball over. Um, but it is so weird to sit here and talk about a Jeff Brom offense, a guy who's known for pushing the ball down the field and being aggressive and all of those things, and they can still do that. Um, but they, this is a running team with Jawar Jordan and Isaac Borendo. Borendo has been huge in, in the second half of the season because Jordan's been a little banged up. Uh, and even when they've both played in recent games, I think Isaac has, has been better th than Jawar. So I would say he's somebody to watch for. Traditionally, Jeff's offensive heavily featured tight ends. This season, for a majority of it, they really haven't. But they wouldn't have won the Miami game without their tight ends. They, they attacked them at will in that game, and it, it really worked. Um, so if there's like an under-the-radar thing where you're like, Maybe we just won't cover the tight end. No, because I think Jeff is a good enough coach to notice something like that and, and adjust and start getting those guys some targets. And now as we get into the defense, Louisville has a top 10 rush defense in the country. You talked about the defensive end a little bit earlier. What is kind of attributed to having that really good rush defense? And then for the secondary, what pieces need to do well for Louisville to beat Florida State? Uh, I mean, I think it's their whole defensive line. I, I honestly think... One of the biggest storylines to watch going into this game is can Louisville's defense kind of rebound? Because the past few games, they've really given up a lot of big plays and have shown some weaknesses. And I think they've been a little gassed. Um, so they need to recover. They need to play better. But when they have played well, that front seven is the biggest reason. You know, they've been able to rotate guys in. So I think they've been able to create consistent penetration and win the line of scrimmage. They dominated Duke up front. They dominated Notre Dame up front. Uh, they were able to consistently get penetration and create pressure, not only in the pass game, uh, but also get tackles for loss in the run game. Well, that's all we got. That is once again, Tyler Griever from WDRB News in Louisville, Kentucky. Back to you, Aslan. Thanks to Matt. Thanks to Tyler. We actually uh, used to be opponents in Jackson, Mississippi, working in opposite uh, television stations. So thanks to Tyler for uh, coming out and hanging out with us. So, all right, let me start with you. You know, asked Akeem Dent this after practice on Wednesday. He said there was nobody really that they've played this season that totally reminds them of what Louisville is going to be like. But for me, it feels like kind of similar to Miami and Duke. Pretty good, experience-laden offensive lines, good running backs. But instead of a true freshman quarterback or a quarterback on one leg, they're going to get a guy that's played a lot of football. Uh, 
can Louisville run with similar success against Florida State as teams like Duke and Miami did? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I've gone back and forth a little bit on that this week. I mean, earlier in the week, I was thinking about the fact that they have not played a lot of good quarterbacks, as you said, and not certainly not a lot of experienced quarterbacks. But I also think when you think back about it, Florida State really also hasn't faced, hasn't really had a hard time with teams that that have immobile quarterbacks. I'm not saying Jack Plummer can't move around, but that's not his game. He's more of a pocket passer. And I think Florida State's defense is very well equipped to get after teams uh, that have pocket passers. I think playing man coverage is what they want to do. So they don't have any fear about uh, giving up huge runs by a quarterback like a Jaden Daniels or uh, Castellanos from Boston College. Um, I think that they're going to they they can they're decent against the run. I don't think this is a great run defense, but it's a solid run defense against a traditional running game. Um, it's good enough that it's not just going to get run over up and down the field. And I think they can get after the quarterback. So I think the matchup's pretty good for Florida State's defense. Um, and, and like G- Jeff said earlier. There's a lot of talk about this being a wounded Florida State team and a Florida State team that's not the same team it was maybe for much of the season. But on that side of the ball, man, they're pretty darn good. And I think that's going to be a good matchup, and I think they're going to be able to contain Louisville's offense pretty well. Do you see any similarities, parallels, Jeff, to the Miami-Duke attacks uh, that Louisville might bring running the ball and uh, how their quarterback could maybe enhance that by just being a little bit more effective than a one-legged Riley Leonard and a true freshman Emory Williams? Yeah, and they're well coached too. Uh, Brom does a very good job of putting them in good positions. I, I think this will be a, a stiff test for Florida State, but I do believe this defense is a plus defense, and I think that they make adjustments. That's uh, definitely on display each week. They may get gashed early in games. You see a lot of that in the first half of football games, but Florida State adjusts to that, and they do a, jo- a job that's really better than most in the second half of these football games, and I, I think that would hold up against most of these offenses, and why do I think that? Well, that's what they did against LSU who has arguably the best offense in the country, and it totally got shut down in the second half of that football game after amassing 300 yards in the first half. So Florida State's done it against elite competition. They've done it against bad competition, but they've been consistent. They've made the adjustments in half if they're getting gashed, if they're getting run on. They'll bring a guy down if they have to. Uh, they'll run blitz. Their fits get better when they make those adjustments. They may have to do it a little bit quicker in this game because they could find themselves down and you don't want to be down with a backup quarterback, et cetera, all those things. But no, I, I think Florida State's defense is going to have to carry the day. I think they'll do enough to stymie this offense. It's not dynamic. It's not, they've got some plus players. Both of those running backs are very talented. Uh, I think Plummer's a good player, uh, but I, I think you can slow them down to get this game in the 20s. Ira, I don't know, fairly or unfairly, is it going to be on Tate Ronemaker's arm? Uh, in Gainesville, it was what he didn't do, and that's not turn the ball over unless you count that safety as a turnover. Or is it going to be more about what he has to do for Florida State's offense uh, to put up more points in Louisville on Saturday? I think they're going to, he's going to have to do a lot more than he did last week, um, without question. I think that was the goal against Florida. Do not turn the ball over. Don't give them an easy score. Don't give them a pick six. Um, and I think that's how they, they coached accordingly. And I think he made decisions accordingly. Um, this game's going to be different. And I think it suits Tate Rodemaker better. I don't think Tate Rodemaker's DNA is not a, that of a game manager. I mean, I think he wants to throw the ball downfield. He's got an arm to throw the ball downfield. Uh, the receivers, the tight ends, I, I think it's a, I don't, I'm not going to say it's healthy, but they should have all of their weapons available, almost all of their weapons available in this game. And he's got a big arm. And there's even talk that they may get healthier on the offensive line. Maybe a guy like Robert Scott comes back or bless Harris. So again, I think that, yeah, I think the passing game is going to be a much bigger factor in, in this game. Now you may have to live with an interception. Um, he, if he's not protecting the football, 
that means he's probably not protecting the football. And so we'll see what happens. But I think they could make up for it if he makes some big plays for the air. I don't think this is a game you can win just managing it and trying to eke out 14 or 17 points. I think Louisville's offense is probably too good for that. It's been 13 weeks, 12 football games worth of data, Jeff, of hoping, praying that the offensive line gets better. Uh, should people keep doing that or hope and pray that, you know, Tate Rodemaker is unleashed and kind of lives up to some of the physical tools that he possesses and is able to display that Saturday? Well, I hope they unleash him either way. I think they have to. I think he's got to be able to find a way to throw football. Obviously, can't do that if you're not protected. So I, everybody wants to see Florida State healthy. I've given up on seeing Florida State healthy. Uh, that, that's not blaming anybody. They've just been really unlucky on that side of the ball. Maybe Robert Scott plays. I hope he does. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't go into games thinking he's going to play, but maybe he does. And then that would be a hell of a boost, you know. Les Harris seems more likely to me to play at this point because I, I didn't know that that was going to be a prolonged situation. But, again, I don't know the answers to that, and they're not going to give us injury information. I think we all cross our fingers that those guys are able to play. It's a different offense when Florida State has the ability to protect the quarterback because they do have weapons. And I think if he's back there with a little bit of time, Tate will have a big day. If the weather's not overly inclement, I think they have a real opportunity to sling it around here. We've done this next segment 12 times. Every single person, whether they've been at home or joining us remotely, has predicted the Florida State's going to win a football game. And we've been right every single time. <laughs> lucky 13, unlucky 13. Stay tuned. We'll find out. We'll make our picks right after this on the War Channel Report powered by Cummins. Hit the road and follow the Knowles during their sensational start in your RV or motorhome powered by Cummins, a global power leader. The Onan QG5500 generator is a perfect fit for your fifth wheel or Class A motorhome. It's powerful enough to run not one but two air conditioners with power to spare and with its exceptionally low level of vibration, the QG5500 has earned the title of quietest in its class. Its self-diagnostic capabilities, in addition, the digital voltage regulation assures stable, reliable power. Short power connections, never a given when you're making pit stops on your travels, and especially when tailgating on the road. And hey, your RV is your home on wheels. Get every ounce out of it with reliable, quiet power from the Onan QG5500 by Cummins. You can save 10% on the QG5500 when you use the promo code TAILGATE, T-A-I-L-G, then the numeral 8. Visit shop.cummins.com or rv.cummins.com to find a dealer near you. Welcome back. It's the War Chant Report powered by Cummins, shop.cummins.com, promo code tailgate. If you're in Charlotte this weekend, come over to Resident Culture on Friday. You can hang out with Jeff Cameron and Irish Ophel, Matt Lasser, myself as well. Corey Clark, too. How could I forget Corey Clark? We'll be hanging out over at Resident Culture. It's a big-time establishment that's set up here by the Charlotte Seminole Club, so come check it out. It's not us throwing it. It's a Charlotte Seminole Club. We're just going to tag along and, and, and just kind of, you know. Hang on some coattails and part with some Florida State fans in Charlotte. And if you're not a member of Warchant.com, what have you been waiting for? Uh, perhaps the Silly Season promo IRA they've been waiting for. It's here, everybody. 50% off an annual membership for first-time subscribers. Or you can sign up for $1 for a month. Only thing, though, is when you sign up for $1 for a month, once the month is up, you have to pay full freight for an entire year. So go ahead and sign up for a whole year right now for 50% off. With that all out the way now, you want to know who we think is going to win the game. Let's turn now to the rest of our staff at Warchant.com to make their game prediction picks. The Florida State Seminoles are looking to cap off a perfect regular season with a win in the ACC Championship game against Louisville. Will they get it done? Yeah, I think so. I know some people are very concerned about the weather. That's almost always very overrated. Look, I like Jack Plummer. 
He's a solid quarterback. Louisville really across the board is very good. Though I'll say one thing, Jack Plummer will turn the ball over. He's had 11 interceptions on the season, especially the case he struggles when under pressure, which is something FSU did really well down in Gainesville. If they get pressure on Plummer, I think that'll really help FSU's chances. The other thing I look for here is special teams. If there's an area Louisville has some problems with, it's on special teams. They rank uh, 91st, according to PFF and special teams. So anyway, I think FSU wins. Final score, FSU 30, the Cardinals 24. And FSU moves on to the playoffs. What's up, Seminole fans? Uh, it's your old friend Corey Clark here with my prediction. I'm not sure what's going on with my glasses there, but don't just deal with it. Um, anyway, uh, I think it's going to be a close game. Clearly, that's what Florida State will play. Um, I don't expect it to be a high, high-scoring affair, but I just think there's something a little magical about this team, even with a backup quarterback against a pretty good team, number 14 in the country. I expect Florida State to do enough, get enough stops on defense, and then Rodemaker and the boys will score enough, just enough, to get this thing done. I'm saying Florida State 27, Louisville 21. Peace and love. Are you ready to sweat some bullets on Saturday? I think that's what's going to happen. I think with the weather being a concern, with Florida State's offense being as banged up as it is, and obviously not having a couple of your key contributors at full strength at minimum, um, you've got yourself a battle on your hands here. The good news is Florida State's defense has been exceptional, and you're not facing a mobile quarterback. You're facing somebody in Jack Plummer that I think Florida State can bring to the ground early and often. So in the end, is Florida State that number right there, 13-0? and I say yes, but if you have fingernails, be prepared for them to disappear by the end of the game on Saturday. Final score, Florida State 24, Louisville 17. We're going to the college football playoff. I think the main story for this game will be how well Florida State's offensive line can handle this Louisville front. Um, I know to a lot of people it sounds scary the way they've been playing recently. But I think it's pretty similar to how Florida State plays where they rotate, where Louisville likes to rotate a lot of guys in and out, and these guys are used to seeing that, so I don't think it'll affect them a whole lot. But again, if they can get that running game going, uh, I think Florida State will win this one. Uh, I still think it's going to be close. I'll go with 24-21 Florida State. Thank you, gentlemen. Pressure now turns to the panel. 8 p.m., ABC, Bank of America, Sam, Charlotte, North Carolina, Florida State, looking for their first ACC championship since 2014 Irish Ophel, can Florida State, Tate Ronemaker, gut it out, not just survive in advance, but survive and thrive and punch their ticket to the college football playoff with a win over Louisville on Saturday? Man, uh, yeah, I think they're going to win this game. Um, I think it's two evenly matched teams, especially with Florida State not having Jordan Travis. I think they're two similar teams and that they're both pretty balanced. Neither one is glaringly good on one side of the ball or glaringly bad on the other uh, side of the ball, uh, although the offense did look that way uh, in Gainesville. But, um, you know, I think Florida State, the, where I'm going to give Florida State the edge is, is overall in the defense. I think the defense overall is a, is, is a bigger plus for Florida State than I think that's I think that's the best segment in this football game. And I also think that uh, Florida State's skill is a little bit better. Louisville's got some nice pieces, as Jeff said. But I think overall, Florida State's got a little bit more game-breaking type talent. And I think you've got to see those guys step up. This could not be a game where Keon Coleman only gets one catch. This is a game that those guys, Keon Coleman, Johnny Wilson, Jaheim Bell, Trey Benson, have to make plays, and I think that they will. So I think Florida State's going to win this game, uh, but it's going to be really close, man. I think it's going to be a great game down the stretch. I, I like Florida State to win 28-24. Uh, to 24. Mm. 
two and a half point line was five and a half at one point. People thought that was disrespectful, Jeff. 48 and a half the point total. Uh, your prediction for Florida State Louisville ACC championship game Saturday. I've wrestled with this uh, back and forth at the end. I agree with Ira's assessment. The best unit on the field is Florida State's defense. And I think if they can stop the run, and, and that's a big if, they're going to have to line up and, and do it. But if they do, I think they will find a way to hang in there, hang in there, and eventually some of those superstars make a few big plays, whether that is Trey Benson, whether that is actually maybe the embattled, if you were, Tate Rodemaker, who uh, I think has the ability to make the big throws, man. And if he's got time, he will. And some of those kids will make big plays for him. At the end of the day, I've got Florida State winning the game 27-21. Mm. Oh, they're going to cover. Look at that. A little cover action. But uh, not, but but right on the total, right? Is that right on the total? Was that the total? 48, 48 and a half? Yeah. 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 All right. Not a bad one. Yeah, I don't have a lot of analysis to add to that. I just don't want to be the guy that's going to pick, you know, I don't want to be the one guy's going to pick. There hasn't, there hasn't been one. There hasn't I don't, been I don't one. Think I believe it either, though. But I don't believe it either. I there do. hasn't. There hasn't been one pick against Florida State this entire season. No, nope. we all game? picked LSU. We all we all picked Florida State against LSU. We all picked Florida State against wow. Clemson. So, right. and that's including rolling. that's including their media in some of those games too. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah that was good stuff. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, 24-23 Florida State wins. Woo. They do not cover. They do not cover. You know, Aslan, I almost took 24-23. Good job, buddy. I, we're we're right there. We're all right there in the same ballpark. Good game. Yeah. Uh, we'll all be right there in Charlotte. Again, hanging out resident culture uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, Friday night, six o'clock meet and greet with the warchant.com staff. The three guys you see on the screen, plus Matt Lassare and Corey, the face guys. Uh, so come hang out and check out warchant.com. Take advantage of that silly season promo, if you will. Don't forget portal opens December 4th, early mm -hmm. signing period. You got bowl prep, CFP college football playoff game semifinal prep as well so we'll keep our fingers and toes crossed next time you see us it'll probably be in charlotte jeff cameron show will be originating live from charlotte on friday so tune in for that as well check out wake up war chant for iron jeff i'm as on for all of our staff here at warchant.com thanks so much for watching the war chant report powered by cummins